Welcome to the Happy Whole You Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Hello, hello, amazing, beautiful humans. Here we are in another episode of the Happy Whole You podcast. Today I have Heath Armstrong with me, who is a serial bootstrapping creative, and he is the author of Sweet Ass Affirmations and Journals, which is an amazing affirmation card deck that I love. It's super witty and just awesome. He's also the co-founder at Rage Create, and he also is an ex-gangster rapper, and he's active in the spoken word of poetry. And he's helped Uganda sponsorship seed. So he gives back. He is pretty rad. And he has some awesome tips for you. So here we go. All right, Keith. Thank you for joining me today. I'm excited and super pumped. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes. So volcanoes, the Nile River, exorcisms in Indonesia, poetry, author, serial, serial bootstrapping, creative, and ex-gangster rapper are just some words that surround you. And it's like, where do I even begin? (laughs) A lot of that was some of those things that you just said really take me. I forget sometimes the different experiences we go through in life in the phases and they all kind of make you who you are, but yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a good jigsaw. (laughs) I know we all are a jigsaw I would say and it is it's funny because you know as we you're right as we go through life we have these different stages at different ages and we're always evolving into the person that we're just you know becoming and I just find the things that you've been through and the things that you're working towards to be awesome and worth talking about and sharing I definitely want to jump into your knowledge around biohacking and your perspective of biohacking. Nice. I guess to start, I want to make it very clear that I have like two, you're talking about experiences. There's like two very like different aspects of my life. There's like the the before sort of the awakening or connectivity to the spiritual side. And then there's the after. And it almost feels like people always say time flies when you're having fun, but I feel like ever since I've been on my path of working for myself and being out of the corporate world, things have really like slowed down a lot. But I had a rock bottom moment where I woke up essentially face down with my pants down in my garage and my nose was bleeding. And I was like super alcoholic, depressed. I was drinking a fifth of whiskey a day, which is a lot to comprehend. And I thought that that was quite normal compared to just people I was hanging out with. And I got to the phase of life where it's like, if you've been paying attention so little that you don't realize that you have a job you hate and a relationship that isn't supportive or that you don't want in a a body that you're not happy with, that's in pain and you're addicted to a bunch of shit to provide you with thrill so that you can provide, so that you can forget about your lack of sustainable happiness, then you're, you're pretty much right for a sledgehammer to the face from the universe or a, uh, 
a rock bottom moment or a warning or a transition or an opportunity. And I was blessed enough to have certain angelic people trickle into my life. And then I started navigating like, okay, if I want to become healthy and, and do things that I love, how do I actually bring that to life? And in that, I started interviewing people all around the world on how they were doing it and adopting those things into my life and seeing what was working and what wasn't. And the biggest anchor of all of that was definitely like resubmerging yourself in the natural world. And like, what does that feel like to go out and have these experiences that you're not normally having? And a lot of that comes down to biohacking. I mean, I think one of the things that I always, when, when you say biohacking, it sounds like this weird, like super intense thing, but it's really just how do you peel back these layers that have been stacked upon you since you were a child by all these external factors like school or education or parents or traditions or politicians or whatever? How do you peel those back and rechild yourself and then find yourself in the wild? And, and what are you experiencing in the wild? And how does that benefit you as far as your mission to discover your creativity and, and what you're actually here to accomplish in life? Because before there were concrete jungles and, and rubber shoes and sterile hospital delivery rooms and carpets and paints and plastic bottles and cubicles. You know, our, our crazy ass ancestors evolved and survived over millions of years in direct connectivity with the earth. You know, they were bare assed absorbing antioxidants and, and vitamins and critical aminos and dense nutrients through untainted soils that were still thriving and living in natural water sources and rejuvenating sunlight and nature is the ultimate physical healer. It's the ultimate mental healer. It's the ultimate spiritual connection. And there's a reason why ideas explode and inflammation disappears and, and stress retreats when we're exploring the outdoors and we're, we're getting a little bit of that, you know, sun on our face. It's, it's hard to lock ourselves in boxes and remove our connectivity by using rubber shoes and in like buildings and stuff like that, when we really should be out raging in our undies in the middle of a fucking rainstorm, climbing <laughs> up an apple tree, you know, shedding tears to the beauty of the natural world as we swing down screaming like cowabunga from a branch to, to land in like a glorious puddle of mud or something somewhere like the elixir of earth. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I would be happy to talk about some of the reasons why in how we can play in nature to, to boost morale and, and mental health and ultimately creativity. Because if we're all trying to find this path of what we're, you, sh you should always be focusing on what truly excites you and do more of that. But oftentimes we have all of these resistant forces. I like to call resistance gremlins or fear gremlins that try to come in and make you feel like you're not good enough, or you should really be doing something more traditional, or you should really be doing your, you know, going to work and being a good little boy or girl or uh, everything that you're told to do. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of different avenues we can go with this and I'm pretty excited. Yeah. And just as you were saying that, so I grew up in Michigan and I would love it when it would be pouring rain and my mm -hmm. brothers and sisters and I would go outside and we had this big circle driveway and we would just run in the rain and splash in the mud puddles and like, oh my gosh, it was just so much fun. Or we'd get our bikes out and start riding around in the rain. And we were just always outside and always connected to nature. And then it's like, yeah, we grow up and then it's like, you're told go to college or get a job. And then all of a sudden it's like, 
we're going to school or we have this job and we're sitting under fluorescent lights and we are driving to work, you know, the sun just came up, we're driving to work, we sit under fluorescent lights all day. And then by the time we're driving home, the sun's going down and then you're home. And it's like our body never gets that morning sun, the afternoon sun and the sun going down. Like, and when you get that and you're connected to the earth, it's, I mean, it's amazing. And it helps reset your circadian rhythm and all that. So I am filling you on all this nature stuff. And I love how earlier when, before we were recording, we were talking and you said, you know, biohacking, it's, it's not like this, this big gadgety high tech thing. It's really just a part of it. You can just connect by going outside and being in nature and it costs you absolutely nothing. Just time. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it really does. There's sort of two levels of biohacks that I look at in the world. And one of them is, well, first, that's awesome that you're playing in the rain. I had that in my head that I was getting a lot of imagery <laughs> of doing the same thing when I was when I was younger and like being sent off to camps and like really rediscovering how to bring that circadian rhythm back into respect with it, it's a mat it's magic if you can do it if you can if you can mm -hmm. sink yourself and it, it really isn't that hard. There's two two levels that I think of with biohacks. There's like one is sort of actual practices that you do personally to help expand your mind and your creativity without the use or dependency on external substance, which if you all those things that you mentioned, like you know, fluorescent lights and, and caffeine and like all of those things are a drug in some way, right? That we use them to try to get some sort of experience out of it, but ultimately unlearning how to use those things and then start with the internal structure of like how our bodies work. If you really give up caffeine for 10 days and you go through that misery of all those like micro, you know, your microbiome screaming like, no, I need this. And then like all the bad stuff dies off, good stuff's going to start growing back. And then all of a sudden your body's going to be giving you the cleanest, highest energy ever without the caffeine. You're going to be like, oh, that's why I didn't need it. So it's just a matter of strengthening your mind and, and working through stuff. So there's the the actual practices you can do personally that help expand your mind. And then there's like the supplement sort of medicine from the natural world side that could cost you money that really can help you dial balances in. But for the, the objective of the stuff we can talk about, I really, I think we can get into like, first you are the high, right? The experience that you think you get from drugs is actually a high as well coming from you. It comes eternally when you do a drug the drug simply helps you release that experience. We often believe that the chemicals and compounds and drugs create our highs, but these drugs only activate the human nervous system to respond in a particular way, which is what actually makes you feel high. So you're the high. That's all you need to know there. <laughs> and then you can get into like some of the most remarkable. I'm just going to go through some of my favorite ones that are hitting uh, the top of my mind right now. Yeah, I'd love that. Intuition sort of like to roll with that. The first one is breathing and doing this outside of possible, like breath work is such a, a powerful biohack. You're, mm -hmm. you're because a lot of these layers that we talked about that get stacked upon us from others actually stack within us, like sort of emotional or traumatic blockages that are all throughout our body. And we have all these crazy acupuncture points and meridians and, and stop it, like where we want energy flowing. Right. But we have these breaks where they, it kind of stops them. Breathwork has been one of the most fascinating things for me to discover how to get that energy moving and how to release trauma and, and depression and, and skyrocket mental health. I had this crazy 
transition in my life where I went to Nicaragua and I went down there with like 70 different like creative entrepreneurs and we were all on like the Pacific coast and it was a full moon and we did this big breathwork ceremony. The guy leading it, his name was Gregorio and it's like the sexiest dude on earth, but his voice, like he just wanted his voice inside <laughs> of you, like everything about him. You basically anchored to a partner back to back and he led you through this two hour breath work and it was 30 minutes of intense breathing and then 30 minutes off. And like, this is an extreme form of breath work for everyone listening. Like you can do, you can get yourself in these euphoric states with just two minutes of deep breathing following Wim Hof methods or something like that. But yeah, in for sure. experience, I had this like demon thing come to me and I never used to be a spiritual, like energetic universal like connected person but once you see certain things you can't unsee them and then you really start to have a different path in life but i had this like entity thing come to me that i was like fighting away in this like trance that i was in and my whole body was clammed up and there were people around me that were like puking there were people that were screaming like they were being like murdered there were people that were laughing hysterically like everyone just having their own unique experience and i like crippled up and i just like i just felt something like released from my body and i didn't know what it was well, my entire life, I couldn't eat spicy food. I had never burped. And this was when I was about uh, 20, 29, maybe somewhere around there. No, actually, this was way more recent, 32-ish or so. I had never burped. I, had ne I couldn't eat spicy food because I had these crazy reactions and I couldn't drink carbonation. When I came out of that breath work, we had a dinner that night on the beach, just like beautiful, all these tables, like the chefs made the most amazing spicy, like the food down there is pretty spicy and you want to be able to eat it. Well, they made this buffet and there was like, this is all the spicy stuff and this isn't. And I started craving spicy and everyone at the table started eating the food and they couldn't, they couldn't handle the spice, but I had also eaten that food because I wanted to try it because I was craving it and I didn't feel the spice. And what I started to realize was that now I can, eat the hottest stuff in the world and it doesn't phase me as opposed to before the breath work, I couldn't even like get close to touching it, you know, and I can drink carbonation now and it doesn't bother me and I can burp. And so there was a mass, mass physical thing that happened with that breath work that really completely shifted my health totally. And, and in that realization, I was able to start really analyzing, like getting into a lot of the stuff that you share and teach just like human optimal performance and brain health and things like that. So breath work is a cool one to get into if you're looking for some really weird times. Yeah. It's like, it's unexplainable. I, I remember the first time I did an intense breath works class, I had like my knee, I couldn't even like, like bend it really well and sit crisscross applesauce. Like I, I couldn't, cause my knee was so jacked up yeah. and I did the breath works and it was like, I could move my knee like like at like nothing had happened. Right. Like it was like, my knee was like a rubber band again. Like I could totally move it and bend it. And I had like the most crazy experience. And it's like, I mean, how do you, it's like, it's one of those things that I always encourage people just try it. Right. Like all of yeah. these things, like just try it. You can hear people talk about breath work. You can hear people talk about different meditations and, you know, they may have these different experiences. Like you said, there were people throwing up, there were people laughing, crying and all that. And it's like, I think sometimes the ego gets involved and it's like, well, that's weird. I'm, I don't want to try that. Or, you know, there's really the deep down <laughs> worry or fear of like, oh gosh, I need to always be in control. But 
the truth of the matter is we're never really in control, but I just like always encourage people just try it. Like it's one thing to hear about it and to hear other people talk about it and maybe to see someone do it, but to experience it yourself is like totally next level. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, the way that you expand your mind and your consciousness is by having experiences that you're not used to having. Otherwise you stay in the same place. The whole purpose of, you can say biohacking, you could say ways to get you know high without using drugs. You can say exploration or creativity. It's like, whether you're talking about meditation or going to sound baths and doing sound healing or doing breath work or staring at a candle for 30 minutes straight and just watching it dance in the air, like all of these things... <laughs> Are, are a form of exploration that's different. I mean, you if you really want to go, once something that a lot of people are really uncomfortable with is, is like sexual things and opening up and like being completely in communication with your partners or yourself. And whether you're getting into like different ways that you can expand your sex life with a partner, or if you're like, you know, monogamous or polyamorous or whatever, like there's so many different avenues or just talking about the singular aspect of, of self-love and, and like masturbation and even like masturbating to yourself in the mirror is such an uncomfortably weird experience that will expand the way that you think about things. If you just try it, you know, you just try it once and animalizing, like acting like an animal and running around outside and howling at the moon is I think something that women tend to do more than men, but I, I'll, I often, at least people in my life, it's like girls <laughs> are, it seems like they're way more fearless and just like acting like complete savages running around outside and becoming one with the earth, but like inverting your body, doing yoga, acupuncture, gua sha, fascia therapy. These are all ways that you can expand your perception and experience. And then when you're having new experiences, you're opening up new doors. And then that's where you start connecting the dots to opportunity and creativity. I guess one of the next big things I would talk about with nature is brief or extended just natural submersions and how those can create a high for you. I mean, if you go outside and I last maybe a year ago, it seems like it wasn't that long ago, but this, this last quarantine year went by pretty quick. I did Kilimanjaro and like you're seven days without your cell phone and stuff. You're on a mountain and you're climbing the world's largest freestanding volcano. And the high that you get when you're standing up there above the clouds is like, it's, it's untouchable. It really, it's kind of the same thing as when you're swimming in an ocean, right? It's, it's high. It's like untouchable. These are all things that are within our grasp, walking outside in the forest barefoot. What happens when you walk barefoot on the earth is quite magical. So for sure, <laughs> we've heard, we've heard this term earthing, right? And I just, I guess I want to explain a little bit as to how it works to try to simplify it. But when we talk about I guess a lot of times people can be like, oh, earthing, that's woo-woo. Like, I know so many people in my life that are just like, no, that's bullshit or whatever. And, <laughs> and you know like, what? Okay. I just want to jump in here real quick because what's really interesting for all of listeners, if you search earthing or grounding, you can actually find some crazy good research that proves how earthing is super effective with inflammation in the body, mental health. Yeah, so it's like not... And, and to think that earthing is woo woo or that's like whatever, it just goes to show how many of us have been put in this box and have been so programmed to be not sick. one with nature, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sick. Like sick. seriously. Sick totally independent. Sick. Yeah. 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 And it's anyways, okay, keep going. <laughs> 
Yeah. So essentially how this works is like you absorb, like earth has an electric electromagnetic field that we are from, right? We're born into that. And like we talked, I said earlier, like our ancestors were always connected to that. You absorb a supercharge of free electrons from the earth's electrical current through the fascia on the bottom of your feet or for wherever part of your body is touching the earth. These electrons act as antioxidants and they neutralize the excess positively charged free radicals that are in the body. So if, a, if you have free radicals in the body, if a free radical is not neutralized, they're basically running around trying to steal electrons from other atoms in your body and they create ongoing damage across your cell structure. They keep like duplicating because all these electrons are being stolen and moved around. Antioxidants can lend electrons to free radicals without becoming unstable themselves. So that results in a neutralization of the problem. So basically, free or mobile electrons from the earth can resolve chronic inflammation by serving as a natural antioxidant to your body. So as you were saying, this this is like the overall cell repair and, and increased mm-hmm. functioning. And it results in, in a mass of other health benefits too, like detoxification of the body. The earth pulls all that out, decreased chronic inflammation. It improves your blood flow. It, it improves oxy- oxygenation. It boosts your immunity. It decreases anxiety and stress because of that. It's better for anti-aging. If you want to use that term, it keeps <laughs> us looking young and healthier, essentially better sleep and more lucid dreams like, whoa. And it's it's a restoration of the body's natural state because you have to have a time when your body repairs itself. To us, most of the time, that's when you sleep, obviously, right? When was the last time that you slept on the ground touching the earth without something that was stopping that current in between you and the earth? That's, that was a big question for me. Cause like last like, night, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's awesome. Like I have an earthing mat now. So every night I'm, yeah, sleeping, me too. I'm connected. Totally. Yeah. Did you <laughs> notice a huge shift in your dreaming and, and like the way you feel in the morning once you started using one? Oh yeah. And I mean, mine is pretty rad. Cause it like two hours into your sleep, it like slows down the vasomotion motion in the body. And then two hours before you want to wake, if you have an alarm, um, which I don't even really need an alarm anymore, but it, it slowly increases vasomotion. And yeah, it's it's absolutely amazing. And when I think of earthing, I just think of it as the biggest antioxidant you could even like fathom putting yeah. into your body and allowing, you know, oxi- like not allowing the oxidative stress to to take form. All those things you mentioned, it's like how many people go to their Western doctor and say, I have trouble sleeping. I have anxiety. I have this, I have that. And then what are you offered? Right. Like, and it's like <laughs> yeah. the offering. Or you go is and watch TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you the offering is right there. You sleep. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it's, it's incredible, but yeah, you sleep so much better when you have like an earthy mat or something to connect you with the earth. Yeah. And when, and when you're sleeping, that's the most vital time for you to be connected to the earth because that's when your body's trying to repair itself. So if it's going to get unlimited antioxidants flowing into it at that time, you're basically supercharging yourself when you sleep. And it is dra- like, I'm the type of person that I never talk about things until I try them and experience them. And this is yeah. one of those things that I can't stop talking about because <laughs> it's like, it's so simple. Like, I know, right? Of course it's you can like... go cowboy camp, but you could do this <laughs> in the comfort of your home too with one of these mats. 
Oh gosh. I know the simple things, you know, earthing, touching the earth, hugging a tree, drinking water, (laughs) smiling, like all these things that change the biochemical makeup of the body and they cost you absolutely nothing but effort. (laughs) Right. Effort is just like, you get so much back even for that effort. It's not even, it's not even a question, right? And water, that's another really simple, clean biohack, just consuming mineral cocktails in the morning, like fill your 20 ounces of water up and put some, a little bit of magnesium and Celtic sea salt and lemon and apple cider vinegar in it and just drink that every morning. Like what that does for your health and your digestion is massive and it's so easy to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. So simple, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, and go listen to the episode that, you did with Danielle on, on mushrooms and, and get out and start doing some foraging with mushrooms and plants. And that's a really n- another great meditative way to spend time in nature and increase and do it barefoot. If you're in a safer place. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Warnings. I'm not, not condoning <laughs> that you're running around naked in public or anything, but I'm just saying it could be fun. You know, what? I was walking, I was at the coast a few weeks ago and there was fennel and that is so good. I was like, oh my gosh. And I like grabbed my kids. I'm like, hey, and I just picked it up. It was right next to where we were walking. And yeah, there's like nutrition and food. And I mean, it's medicines, plant medicine all around us. And working with elements is another big thing. Like when I go to plant medicine ceremonies or just any sort of, I try to go and sit with indigenous circles and tribes and learn things from different perspectives that I haven't learned. And what it's done for my life has been amazing, but working with elements has been a huge version of that. Are you still there? Let me make sure that you're connected. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I thought I heard a noise that cut it off for a second. So working with elements, like there's massive amounts of angles I can go with this, but essentially figuring out a way to work fire and water and earth and wind into your meditative practices when you're outside. So going out and building a fire by yourself, obviously not in like fire season in California, untamed or anything like that, but uh, yeah, going out and like, I had this, I worked with this Mayan Oracle and he's like, you have to go out and build a fire and you'll know where to build this fire. And then he gave me all these things to do. And I was like, what? Okay, let me do this. And like, I go out into the middle of the forest and I see these three ravens start circling my head and raven was always one of my spirit animals, but I never had three of them just like circling and screaming above me. And they were massive ravens. I was in like middle Oregon somewhere. As I I start kind of following them, they're like circling, but like moving slowly in one direction and I'm following them. And then I, I find this like fire pit that has was freshly, it wasn't like a campsite or anything. It was like just this charcoal pile that had been burning at some point recently, but it wasn't anymore. And I was like, well, I guess this is where he told me I would be making the fire. <laughs> and I got the flint out and it's like the whole practice of going around and building the, the, the bird nest to start the fire with the dried out grass and then putting that into a pocket and surrounding it with bigger twigs and then building it up to be this actual big fire and praying to that fire and like sort of like getting in touch, watching it, watching the fire and like seeing your reflection in it and stuff like that. But then taking, he was like, you should take the coals when you're done and mix it with jasmine and and lavender oil and paint your body. So like after they cool off. And so I took this bag of coals back to Portland with me. And I was like, one day when I felt really depressed and stuff, 
I got them out and I mixed them with some oil and I started just like savagely painting my body up and it felt really like ancestral <laughs> and tribal and was just like this crazy dude sitting in, you know, naked in his apartment in Portland, like painting himself <laughs> with charcoal and it felt really good. And I was like, Oh, and then I, I did some more stuff that he told me, like, now you work with the water and he's like, Get, you know, go outside and find flowers, pick the flower buds, put them in a body of water and then, you know, soak in this water to wash the charcoal off. And I went through that process and then it's like, okay, now when you come out of the water, what does the wind feel like as it touches you? Cause when you come out of water, it's like all of a sudden your sense of what the wind is doing is 10 X because intensified. Yeah. Yeah. And you start to realize like all of these things are working together, right? I'm wandering the earth. I find the fire. I build the fire. I'm using water, you know, and, and like, it, then I feel the air and it's, you can't have one without the other. Why do we disconnect so much from it? I mean, we have fire, water, earth, and wind all around us. We've, we've actually even domesticated them in a way, like all these mm-hmm. crazy power cords. That's just a way of massing fire in under our control to do what we want to do with it. I mean, weapons, right? That's like a really bad version of what fire can be. So we have to be careful to, to pay respect to these in the right way. Cause every one of them can be extremely dangerous to humanity if not used correctly or paid respect to so you can get real weird outside like just go outside <laughs> and and do some weird stuff like that feels primal, you know and you'll start feeling better and your creativity will certainly start to expand yeah for sure and if you don't get weird outside you'll get weirder by just being inside all the time and your brain's not going to work right and you're going to feel funky and really disconnected yeah. that's that's for sure. So I, I had my first astrology reading a couple of weeks ago. And so, you know, based on the time you're born and all that fun stuff. It, first one ever? First one ever. I know I, this is a rabbit hole I'm going down into. Okay. Let me just tell you, cause <laughs> I'm like becoming obsessed with it. Yeah. But one of the things is my, my water element, I had like one point on my water element and my other water elements were they were like five, sixes and sevens. And I don't necessarily know exactly what that means other than I need more water in my life. Right. And what's interesting is my husband, he's actually a strong water element. So it's like, I married that. It's like almost like, cause I needed more water. And then like, I love going to the ocean and taking baths and anything to do with water, like swimming. Like I, it's like, yeah. I, I, I need more of it. I can't get enough of it. And so when I, when I learned that I was like, wow, that's really, it's really fascinating, but it's because I'm so off balance in terms of, you know, needing that water in my life. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen, it's pretty cool. Once you like discover and you start to really think about all the elements and how they are present or not present in your life and what you're naturally drawn to, it means something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you, if you go back to scraping back the layers so that you can get in touch with your real intuitive gut centered, you know, wild self, then that wild self really does know what it needs. And like, I'm earth deficient. So no wonder I'm constantly outside, like on mountains and like, you know, running around (laughs) in the forest. It's because it's what makes me feel normal. And like, it's everyone's different, right? We all have our different things, but in my astrology, I'm actually a water sign. I'm right on the cusp. And that whole last year of 2020 was me working with water and it felt really, really good too. And yeah, it's just, it's magic if you can hone into who you really are. Cause it's sort of like we have this head and we have this heart and they sort of argue with each other. Like they're in a high school relationship or something. 
and the head's <laughs> like, you know, you never listen to me. And the heart's like, come on, baby, just trust me, love me. And the head's like, no, <laughs> I know, I know what's up. And then you just have like the gut sitting in the corner, smoking a cigar, like drinking scotch. Like if you two would just shut the fuck up and listen to me, I'll show you the way. And we've lost how to follow our gut, right? We've, we've really figured out ways to, to not pay attention to our intuition. And so that's why this type of work is so important. It's just to, to help understand that, like, there are very simple ways to peel back those layers. And that starts with submerging yourself with nature. And nature is the first and the most powerful thing that will make you feel exactly who you actually are in certain situations. <laughs> like, yeah. get yourself outside. It's, there's no, you know, it's not forgiving. It's, it's a, the greatest teacher that we have. For sure. For sure. And I think that that just really speaks to if you're going to do an ultimate biohack, get out in nature, right? Like that is just first and foremost, like if you're interested in biohacking or improving your, yourself or whatnot, it's just like start in nature and start simple. Start with the things that don't cost you any money and get kind of wild and crazy with it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Every day, try to get outside for at least like 20, 30 minutes. And the best thing you can do is, is to wake up before the sun rises and get outside no matter what the weather is. And just that's a, that's a giant conscious ball of fire that is sending you energy. You want to be there when it comes up every day. It'll change your day. It'll change your life. Yeah. And I think too, like, you know, when you think about the sun and we've evolved with the sun and people are like, oh, the sun's so bad and we got to put on all the sunscreen and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I mean, honestly, like, I think a lot of it has to do with what is your antioxidant level in your body, right? So that goes back to earthing and goes back to eating the fruits and vegetables. Because I know, like with my skin, I have skin that you would think it would just burn naturally and mm-hmm. like really bad some very fair Me skin, too. very light skin, unless I have like my non-toxic tanning lotion on when then people think that I'm Hispanic. People ask me that all the time. I'm like, no, it's just, <laughs> thin, but it's all good. Right. I did. I literally had a, a guy come to my center earlier today and he's like, what ethnicity are you? I'm like, I'm just like a mixed, I think. <laughs> he's like, no, really? And I'm like, I like a mutt. I don't know. I'm like, I'm definitely light skin, uh, you know, underneath this non-toxic tanning stuff. <laughs> but anyways, it's like when you, when you are eating real foods and healthy foods and you're connecting with the earth, you are naturally protecting yourself from what could be harmful elements from the sun, you know, but yes. people get, but it's so important to get, I always tell my clients like at least 10 minutes of sun exposure a day can be very, very beneficial, even like for your eyes as well. And there's research out there on that. So I can yeah, reposition my whole like approach to the sun. Cause I'm also very fair skinned. I've got like strawberry blonde hair. And I used to always have to have sunglasses. It was almost like if I didn't have sunglasses, I couldn't even open my eyes because they'd squint so bad. And I was always hiding from the sun. And then I, as I got into the biohacking stuff, I started reading like, oh, actually, if you wear sunglasses, then you prevent your eyes natural ability to judge the strength of the sun, which is what Mm -hmm. needs to happen for it to protect your skin. So if you're wearing sunglasses, then your skin is way more likely to get burnt than whether, than when you're not and your eye is actually able to pick up the, the strength of the sun. And I started doing, I didn't tell anyone about it yet. <laughs> and I started 
going out and actually doing shorter hikes and then going to longer hikes without wearing sunscreen and without wearing sunglasses to see what would happen to my skin. And I would go like an hour in the sun after I started building up my tolerance, right? And like, just not like my skin tolerance, but my body getting better and balanced to protect itself to where like now I never wear either one of them. And it's fascinating because yeah. I don't get burnt very, unless I'm in like an extreme situation where I'm like higher elevation and, you know, it's just bad news, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really fascinating. Yeah. And I mean, it's just so funny. We think that we're smarter than like evolution and mother nature, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, like, we think we're like, sla- <laughs> you know, pl- slather this on, slather that on, like, oh, stay away from this with the earth or stay away from that. Like, we think we're so smart and it's like, we are so far. We don't even know what we're talking about, honestly. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like if you go to the root of it all, it's just, it is kind of, kind of funny, but what can we say? We're human. (laughs) I know every day that goes by, I think I come more into the realization that the only thing I know is that I know absolutely nothing. And the only thing that I really feel and see extreme value in is just, sitting around a fire and staring at people that you love and saying like, Hey, I love you. And I'm happy to have this experience with you while, you know, you're gazing at the moon and drinking water or whatever. It's like, what, what's better? I don't know. I'm not sure that there's an answer. Totally. Oh my gosh. So much good stuff. Okay. I kind of want to shift gears to your affirmation deck. Yeah. I'd love for you to just share with the listeners about your affirmation deck and where they can get it, where they can follow you, all that good stuff. Yeah. So I have one of my, I'm a writer essentially. And I write, I had this crazy like trance thing where I got this message that I needed to make an affirmation deck. And it seemed crazy because I was like, I've never written anything like that before. But the idea was to bridge like taboo, deep, witty humor with the woo-woo affirmation world to sort of create an avenue that allows deep thought, but also really, you know, strong laughs to bridge the gap for people that normally wouldn't believe in woo-woo stuff and to get them to sort of open up to the possibility that the universe is quite magical. So we made sweet ass affirmations, launched on Kickstarter a few years ago. It did really well since then. And it's all just been word of mouth. Like people love it and have been buying decks and sharing them and we get tagged constantly, but you can get, we're putting up a new website that's and I actually just finished a second deck and the sample came in today. And I'm really excited for that as well about to launch a Kickstarter for that in about a month. But if you go to ragecreate.com, that's our old site. That's up right now, depending on when you're listening to this, it might be the new site. Hopefully it's the new one because that's coming out in a couple of weeks. You can get it there or it's on Amazon. I mean, it's done really well on the Amazon platform as well, if that's the avenue that you want to go. But you just search for Sweet Ass Affirmations or Rage Create or my name and it should pop up. And they're fun. I'll read one if you want. There's one I just pulled out that actually ties right into what we've been talking about, believe it or not. Of course. <laughs> so these cards are designed, so there's an affirmation on the front, but then there's a sort of burst of motivation or a funny or witty thing on the back to kind of get your mind exploring other thought patterns. So this one is, I am grateful for my body and senses, which allow me to experience the world, which is an affirmation that you can use to remind yourself to get out and fucking climb up that tree, you know, run down from the apple tree. But the back (laughs) says, 
You are an enchanting child of nature with extraordinary capabilities. You have a magical brain, heart, and gut. You have 206 bones and 640 muscles in your body, along with other organs, ligaments, joints, arteries, tendons, and tissues, all working towards your function. Your senses allow you to experience the world. Be grateful for the small things in life, like the ability to wipe your ass and sleep through the night without pissing on yourself. <laughs> Some people aren't so fortunate. So, yeah, oh, they're cool. I, I love that. I love the fun, soft affirmation and then the facts and then the witty humor because you just like totally explained how my brain functions in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's why I think it's people have been sharing them so much because they they get in. I don't know. And I can't take full credit. I just channeled the stuff in. I just, it's, it's been a really fun project. So that's so awesome. Well, I will add links in the show notes so people can connect with you. And of course I always encourage to order straight from you or your website. No offense, Amazon, but it's just better energy. feel that way. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We did our best to like do pay. We do paper wrapping instead of plastic, which was like considerably hard to figure out at first, but I'm really happy that we did it. Yeah. For anyone, can I just say one thing real quick about the stuff we were talking about there? I did a three part podcast on like 25 or 30 different ways to expand your mind and your consciousness without using drugs. So if like you want to dive into any of these subjects deeper, there's a lot of information out there on it that I put together. So if you just, I can send you the link to that show if you want to share that as well. Um, yeah, or just search perfect. Never Stop Peaking. The show's called, yeah, Never Stop what, Peaking. What is the show called? Never Stop Peaking. Or you're cutting in and out on me, so I can't tell if we're... Oh, if, sorry. You know, I, I'm i in my sauna. I'm uh, trying to do too <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> right never stop peaking perfect well Heath thank you so much for joining us today and I'll put all that information in the show notes you guys go and follow Heath check out the show notes for all the good yummy information and I'd love to have you back on the show soon yeah thank you Henry. I appreciate it it's fun thanks <laughs> all right till next time Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Holy You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Holy You on Facebook and at Happy Holy You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.